0: Hello, 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 hello! Welcome to another amazing episode of Sippin' and Trippin'. I'm your host, the Duke of Gossip. Yes, I'm the Duke of Gossip, and I came here to do what? To gossip, to talk, to read, and to shade. But I came to show a little bit more vulnerable side of myself tonight. So let's just get into it, okay? It's a lot going on. It's a lot, okay? Life is moving. We can't change that. We cannot slow it down. We cannot speed it up. We have to go on it. And right now, I'm in this spot where I'm like, I feel like Ethan and insecure when she was like, man, wake me up when I when my life get better. Wake me up at the good part. And I'm just like, when is the good part? Because right now, I can't see it. I'm in like this dark-ass tunnel. I can't see a light. I don't know if I'm going the right way, the wrong way, sideways, or what. I just know we're in a tunnel, and we look fabulous in this tunnel now. We got a really cute black outfit on, so you can't even see me in this tunnel. I look real slim, okay? But we're gonna work it out. We're gonna work it out. Because the thing about it is, even when you're going through these times in your life, and whether it's big, small, or whatever, it is to not cave in, to not give up, to stay focused, stay focused on your goal. If you get distracted while you're in that tunnel, you're going to stay in that tunnel. You ain't going to get up out that tunnel. You're going to be up in there going in circles, circles, circle, round and round. You'll be walking in a circle. See, I'm, I'm, I'm moving head still. I don't know where I'm going to, but I know I'm getting the hell up of the damn tunnel. How you doing? Okay. So, um, so I normally, okay, now I'm going to wait to end the show. I'm waiting to end the show like we always do. And we're going to get into these hot topics. So, right now, you know, last week on the show, we talked about how. Uh, former housewife of Atlanta, Nene Leakes, Nalithia Leakes, um, began to sue Bravo, Truly Original, um, Andy Cohen, and NBC Universal for discrimination for discrimination, and a host of other things. Now, originally, I was just like, "Girl, you didn't really get too much of a case because you could I mean, it's like she made points." And she made valid points. But let me tell you where your valid point goes wrong sometimes. You make your valid point, right? And the point is good. It's right. But what were your actions behind that point? Now, remember, she was talking about Kim Zosiac saying racist things, which Kim has said lots of racist things, allegedly, on the show. Y'all watch the same show? Y'all know what's going on? Okay. So it happens. But you see Nene telling her, no, don't leave, stay. We started this thing together. And, you know, like, if she is so toxic, like you say she is, why do you want her to be around still? And I said, wait, hold up, wait a minute. We're going to make this lesson right here. Some things in our life be real toxic. And we don't be trying to let it go we be trying to see the bigger picture. We'd be trying to have faith in people. Be like, oh, you're toxic. You're hurting me. You're draining my blood. You're taking my joy, my happiness, my self-esteem, all that stuff. They're taking it away. But you just see so much potential in that situation, in that person, to where you turn a blind eye to the things that they do. So that's why she was doing what she was doing. I didn't even see. Sometimes you really got to step back and you got to think. Because... I would have just ran her down to the ground. Like, girl, why is you over here saying that you don't deal with Miss Honey, but yet you've been dealing with her and you've been doing all this stuff? But now I see, Kim was just a toxic part of your life, and you didn't know how to cut the cord, you didn't know how to cut the string. And I can't, I can't fault her for not wanting to cut the cord and not cut the string. But when you got a lawsuit, I mean, that's different. Like we go through this regular life stuff, we'd be like, oh, okay, like. My friends looking at me crazy, but we ain't in court talking about this stuff now. Now y'all, y'all, you my business like that. So we gonna keep on going. I love y'all though. Y'all know I love y'all. Oh, but before we get any further in this, so hold on, I'm gonna go to leaks. Go leaks. Um, she has a lawsuit. She started outlining other shows and different racial things happen to other people on the shows which shows a history of it, not being just a woe is me situation, but an overall thing over there at Miss Bravo. And I was like, that was a nice chess move, Nini," Because we all heard the rumors of when New York City finally got a black made, which I didn't ever say, because when I think of New York, this is just me. I don't think, okay, so New York, the real Housewives of New York is a Predominantly white cast up until last season when they got um, their first black cast member, Ebony K. Williams, who is a very educated black woman. And she knows what she's saying, what she's doing, and she's been all around. Now, well, not all around like band drums, but like all around like TV and like different things. You know, she's very smart. Um, but I don't, when I watched, I, I never watched the New York show. I never watched the episode because when I saw the, the lineup, I was like, where well, New York is this? Maybe it's just the rad in me, but when I think of New York, I think of Puerto Ricans. I think of Jamaicans. I think of flavor, okay? I think of, oh, I want to be out there in the summertime. They got the good food. Go to the bodega. Get you some menses. I mean, I thought the white... Ooh, I don't want to say that. I thought that the people without the flavor was like the visitors and the tourists that just come and go to Central Park. They go to New York City and walk around. I just, I mean, I know that there, but I mean I thought Flavor was there. So excuse me for my ignorance. That was my ignorance. Or was it? Because I still, I mean, obviously some of y'all was complaining about how the cast was, that's why they got one black person, but I'm like, what is the ratio? I feel like you're gonna have a show called The Real Housewives of Atlanta, of New York, of New Jersey. Well, New Jersey was casted perfectly because I think of Jersey, I think of uh, my Guidos and Guidettes and Meatballs. I watched the New Jersey show, y'all. Please forgive me, but that's what I think of with Jersey. So, I mean, Jersey, okay, good. Beverly Hills, that's where I thought the white was at, and the money. The OC, I never thought about that. Let's no shade Miami. It was real spicy. That was our Spanish. You know, they had the Cubans, the Puerto Ricans, and everything. Like, yes. But I do feel like New York should have been a mixture cast, and then like one of the castmates, one of their famous castmates, which I I don't know her, but you know, I keep an ear to the street, so I'll be knowing some of her shenanigans. Ramona Singer. You know, they said she's very racist. I said she's very red hat-ish. They said, baby, she's very much so caring. She wants to speak to your manager. That's what I heard. Now, I don't really care. I don't watch that show, but I feel like they need to revamp the cast. I feel like all the cast, like moving forward, needs to be intermingled and mixed, just uh, outpour of every race, everything, because that's what shows our landscape. Like, how can we have uh, housewives on TV that doesn't even represent the what's in the what's in that state, what's in that city? And I heard through the grapevine. I ain't gonna tell y'all, but I heard that there's a new Housewife franchise coming, maybe next year, and they're coming from Illinois. That's what I heard. But if you guys are wondering if they're gonna be Housewives of Chicago, they're not. It's some old, backwards city I didn't heard. They got some money over there. It's a suburb Chicago. I heard. I don't remember the name of it. So y'all gotta figure that out on y'all own. us start with a W. That's a hint. Um, but i I might not watch them, but they um, when I see the cast. They don't look like I'm not watching, and right now I'm keeping it real. My favorite cast, which I think was executed perfectly, is the Housewives of Salt Lake City. Those women are batshit crazy. I love it, and I wish Mary did not skip the reunion. I wish she was coming back because Mary just talking to herself is enough for me. When she will sit there and be like, "Little girl." Just be talking at work sometimes. I'm just looking at somebody like, Look here, little girl, and like I just start laughing to myself because I hear Mary saying, and they be looking at me like, Is he okay? No, he's not, he's watches too much Bravo, okay? But I love that one. And then, like, come on, we got Salt Lake City, we got Jen right now who's going through all this crazy stuff with fraud and facing up to like. Anywhere from ten to thirty-six years in the prison, and she does it so gracefully, like, baby. I would be out here looking like a bum. Do you hear me? I'm go. I'll be out here trying to record. Not be waiting on I ain't gonna. No, just I ain't got no makeup. I ain't got no money to go to jail. I am sorry if I'm guilty, but she says she innocent. People say she guilty. I, and this is crazy. I saw this post on Twitter. Somebody said. With all the facts we have with Jen's case, it's like, looks like she's guilty. You know, Erica is like, look, Erica Girardi from Bear Hills, it's like, you know, she had nothing an to do with it of her husband. She's innocent. They said, but based off the attitudes and personalities, they was like, is it bad that we want Erica to be guilty and go to jail? We want um, Jen Shaw to be innocent and not go to jail? Because that's how I feel too. Free Jen. Before Jen locked up, free her. Erica, we don't care. I mean, I don't care. I liked Erica before when she was like Erica Jane, and she was patting her puss, and she was dancing, and she was just being like this gay con. I call it a gay con. I get con. I just realized what I said a gay. <laughs> that is so funny because we think she's a con con artist. So I just I myself up. I don't even write this down. Right? I'm freestyling tonight. Um, but it's like I liked her. But then it's like when you put somebody in a position to where their back is against the wall, that's where the true person comes out. That's where all those insecurities leak out, their real attitude. It's like, you're not playing no more. Everything we thought was cute ain't cute no more, baby. And you keep talking about, what about me? What about me? Your husband stole money from airplane it victims. And you keep saying, what about me? And then he used their money from their lawsuits to buy you jewelry. And you don't want to give back the jewelry because it was a gift to you? You are a cold and heartless bitch, Erica Jane. And I said that. You know what? And I'm going to make this a clip. I'm going to put it around Twitter because I want you to hear this, bitch. Okay. get a little feisty right now. Ooh. You guys want to know what I'm drinking tonight? I'm drinking some Boom Swah. I'm drinking Blue Hawaiian Boons Farm and we got some strawberry daiquiri Boons Farm. Right? I'm doing the strawberry daiquiri already. right now, This is so amazing. Come on. It's so good. I love it. So if I get a little bit too much tonight, blame it on the Boons Farm. You got me feeling. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. So I want to say congratulations to the new winner of RuPaul Drag Race Season 14, Willow Peel. Now, I was rooting for Cornbread, y'all, and Angeria. I'm going to keep it real. I was rooting for everybody black. I was. Sorry. When East was on that red carpet, asked her who she rooting for. She said, everybody black. I said, girl, that's my energy moving forward. I'm Everybody black. And if black people don't win, we're going to go to the next race. Because white people, y'all been winning all along. Unless it's like Meryl Streep. I like Meryl Streep. She can yeah. win, But it's Andrew Bassett in there. Sorry, Meryl Streep. Sorry, girl. I love me Samara Street. Um but when um Cornbread left the show competition because she broke her ankle, messed her ankle up or whatever, I was like, Okay, Angeria, you got this girl, but I was like looking at with a Pill. I said, Oh, she's good. And I was then I was listening to her story. I said, Wait, she has all these disabilities and she stares deaf in the face every single day and she gets up. And she puts on her makeup and her lip gloss and her high heels just like I do. And she goes out there and she don't let you see none of her pain. Nothing. And she still keeps moving? Her body hurts. Her joints hurt. She's on this competition. She can barely even sew and stone and get herself together because her hands, they will go as they won't work. So she has she learned how to use her fingers that her at the tips. Like use like this part so she can like maneuver and stuff. And I was like, wow. I said literally. She's playing underneath the playing field of everybody else because everybody else has got these perfectly working out appendages, perfectly working everything. Hers to start working good, then they cramp up. They're not working good, so it's like she has a she's playing underneath her abilities. Everybody else, but then she's shining and she's doing things better than everybody else. So I'm like, she's working twice as harder just to look. The I said, baby, get that girl the crown. Get that girl. Get one on the crown. Give it. And I like you. All-stars girl. But I, I'm going to keep it real with you. Rupa loves Willow Peel. And I said, I said, whoever's in the top two is going to be Willow Pill or somebody else. And I said, just based on who the other person is, I know who, who wins. So the top two was Willow Pill, and it was Lady Candon. And I already knew Lady Candon was going to win. I'm going to keep it real with you. I was like, Daya, you're not going to win because she was in the bottom of the most. She got sent home first. Bye, girl. You're not winning. Lady Candid, I said, you're not winning because no matter how fierce you are, Rue always, if you're from a different country, you're not going to win. I'm sorry. This is America's next drag race. I was like, so Lady Candid, you're fierce. You're not winning. So I said, we got Nigeria, Willow Peel, Bosco. Bosco, we probably sent you home. We had a chocolate bar. We saved you. I was like, girl, bye. You ain't going home. So I was like, Nigeria, or Willow Pill for the win, but they look at track records. So I was like, yeah, they about neck and neck. It go either way. i will be happy. But the top two was actually Lady Camden and Willow Peel. So I was like, well, Willow Peel won. And guess what? She was crowned uh, America's next drag superstar, and she won the um, whole season. So congratulations to her. Um, we're leaving. We've been in this season for four months. RuPaul had his high heel, on our next for four months, from January to April. And now we finally got a little bit of breathing room. He gave us a week or two to get ready, because now we're going into grand All-Stars of All-Star winners. We have all the All-Star, we have winners from All-Stars and regular seasons coming in, and we're about to have all Winter season. And then I'm like, after that, we're going to go into a regular season, then probably another All-Star season, which Nigeria. Girl, you better come back for all stars because you got this smile. She got Angela got Angela has uniqueness, nerve, charisma, and talent. Well, you know who else has charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent? My sister, my little sister on my head, Kiki Palmer. I want to say congratulations to Kiki Palmer for being the new judge for season three, Legendary, who will be taking Megan the Stallion's chair. Megan the Stallion will not be in season three, but Kiki Palmer will be. I love it. I'm here for Kiki. I'm here. Kiki Palmer is, like, she's so amazing to me. She's so phenomenal. She can do – she does it. She does it well. She does it eloquently. And she had just wrote on her Twitter the other day that she was at a bar or a club or whatever, and a fan kept asking her to take a picture. She was like, you know, I don't want to take a picture right now. The fan kept asking her so she kept telling the fan, like, you know, no, no, I don't want to take a picture right now. I want to take a picture. Which, if you guys listen to Wendy Williams so, a so long time ago, Wendy Williams said, "What is more important to you when you meet a celebrity that you really look up admire to, having a conversation with them and relating, having like stuff in common, like having a, a good conversation with that person, or taking a picture that you're gonna look at? but that's all you got as a picture and go about your business." Wendy even told us this. Wendy said, "I don't take the pictures. I I will sit there, and I will talk to you, and we can talk about recipes and everything else. Talk." And I'm just like, and I think that's how I became with celebrities. I mean, I met a few celebrities, you know, (laughs) a few. But I've had conversations with them to where, like, there's one of my best friends in my head, Kate Michelle. I've met her twice. And the first time I met her, we hit it off. Second time I met her, she remembered me. She called for her own personal phone. We had our own Kiki session. Like, you gotta be relatable, girl. But the girl took her phone out and proceeded to take pictures with Kiki Palmer. Without Kiki Palmer's permission, Kiki Palmer said she feels like her she felt violated. She felt like her space was violated, which it was. We are moving into a point in time right now where no means no. No is just not being touched. It's not just sexual. It's not. It's what if I say you no, that means no. Do you want to go out to dinner with me? No. Period. And let that be that. Like literally, I was talking to somebody at work. And he was like, yeah, somebody at work asked me to go go out to lunch with them. And I was just like, no. Nah. And she's not walked on move my life. And I was just like, that easy. See, this takes me back to when about man, my nephew's 13, maybe 14, 15 years ago, my one of my aunts was talking to my grandma and she said she was in the store and she got so tickled. Um, this mom said she was with her child, her child was like screaming and crying. And like showing out in the store and the mom looked at my aunt and was like, I, I, I've been so passive. I'm learning how to say no now. She was like, I don't care if you fall out. I don't care if you start crying. No. So she was in that store shopping, ignoring this little boy doing all his antics. And She just said, every time he, can I get this? Can I get this? She said, no. So I want to learn how to say no in 2022. I, I need that to be my thing. No. No. And stand on my no. I said no. And don't explain it. No. My no is enough explanation for itself. I don't have to explain. No. What part of No. No. Period. So that's what I'm learning right now. I'm learning how to say no. And I feel like it's going to be amazing. Me going on this new journey. But congratulations to Kiki Palmer. We love her. We're so proud of her. Um, you guys have probably heard that Elon Musk purchased Twitter for like $44 billion. Now, I feel like he just won to own every damn thing. And that's his problem because he got the coins. So this is my thing right here. If you take some of this porn away from Twitter, I'm out. I'm going. I'm gone. I'm out. We will leave Twitter like we left. What was we on? Tumblr. We'll be gone. We're, we're out. Twitter would look like MySpace right now. It would be just little little dust bunnies just rolling around. Facebook, you going to step it up because Twitter—that's our girl. And you turn on Twitter at the right time of night, honey, you can just be watching some stuff, and I be enjoying it. I sure do. I love me some Twitter. I love me some Twitter. But anyway, um. Let's move on to so, where we want to go. Oh, Neo. Neo remarried his wife, Crystal. So it was heard that they were getting like a divorce, but now they're not. And they're getting like remarried now. So, so, congratulations to them. Y'all, let me tell y'all. So, I'm not in the studio alone. I got MB up in the studio. Y'all need to be in her business. Her name is MB. Okay. We ain't talking about Mary J. either. And this camera over here dying. Apparently, she came over here. I plugged it on up so we can keep this show moving. Um, so the Kardashians of Black China are in a lengthy um, core battle. look like Black China losing this thing. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Come on, he has been in bed with Kardashians for how long. They are a tight their family like do you think they're gonna lie and tell the truth? I mean tell the truth? No, they're not the Kardashians. They don't do that. So allegedly. So just girl next. I used to always think this person was like so attractive and so hot. I thought she was like so sexy. Now I think she bashed it crazy. And that's none other than Megan Fox. Megan Fox says she's drank drops of her boyfriend Machine Gun Kelly's blood for ritual purposes. Are y'all drinking y'all you know I man blood? Is that a thing? No, baby. Hold on. I'm on guy.com right now. I just saw some shenanigans. They're telling me that Robert Pattinson will be returning for the Batman sequel. This is draining. He was not a good Batman. Batman is supposed to be sexy. Batman is supposed to be handsome. He's supposed to be mysterious. He's supposed to conduct himself in such a way that you'd be like, ooh, Batman, like I'm getting moist over here. know, I will say one thing. Ben Affleck, that was a good Batman. That's a fine man right there, Ben Affleck. But, come on, we had George Clooney as Batman. Y'all remember George Clooney in the suit? And y'all want to get Robert Pattinson? I feel like, hell, even, no, he legend That was a Joker. He was a good Joker, y'all. That man was a good Joker. Y'all know he was a good Joker. Robert Pattinson, I ain't feeling it. And they want to give him another movie. I tried to watch that movie. I ain't finished it yet. Hopefully, I finish it before. It's off of HBO Max. Maybe I'll turn it on tonight when I go to sleep to it. I got an hour left. Yeah, I just rolled my eyes. But he coming back and I hope maybe this the Bat maybe it's the Batman. I didn't just shoot Batman and just kill him on off or something. I don't know. Cause death is Batman. I don't like it. Um chap. Um oh no. Well let me, let me tell you something right here. We got moving into a new phase of our life oh i almost got to cry right now i want to cry i just saw something that made me cry and i really hope that one day i can get something like this you know um a snowstorm and a sleepover led to oprah and gail gail king's beautiful um friendship of 46 years like oprah said a long time ago Gail is the mother she never had, the friend she never had, the sister she never had. Gail is just everything. So she wished she didn't copy Gail and give everybody a damn Gail. And I was like, I mean, I like to keep my friends to myself. So I don't know if I'm going to be copying them and getting away. Like, no, I need a couple. Like, what if you get married or something? I need another copy of your ass. You know what I'm saying? you got a another copy of you. I'm going to be sharing. Maybe I got like 10 of you on reserve. I don't want that many people. I don't like people that much. So it's okay. Well, um, um, it led me to thinking about just things that are important in life. What matters and what doesn't. Like, will you let a dis- a disagreement or argument change the course of a friendship? Now, I'm gonna let y'all know something. I, right, baby, I am petty wops Okay. I can be petty, I can be mean, I can be nasty. I'm not always this the same You know, I've got a side to me too. But I'm a damn good friend. I'm a damn good friend. I'm probably a better friend than I am in other aspects of my life. I'm a damn good friend now. And it's been some situations in the past that I wish I shared my emotions. I wish I had said, this is hurting me. I don't want us to go this far. I wish I had moved my pride to the side, and been um, and spoke from, from my heart. I spoke from my truth. I let a couple people go in my life, and some of them. Let me say where they at. Real T, real T. Some of them might be like, "Dang, I kind of miss this bitch." I kind of do. It's kind of hard pretending like I don't know more. And some people, I just be like. And y'all can figure out who's who in that scenario because I ain't ever going to spill it because I'm not that far in my therapy to get there yet. Well, I've make about five or six more sessions of this therapy. Then I'll be like, okay. But I think I have an issue in um, letting go. I need to learn how to let go. But I also need to learn how to Forgive, forgive from the heart, your soul, your whole being. You can't forget, and that's impossible. People tell you forgive and forget. And that shit's fake, but you can't keep bringing it up. If you choose to forgive, you cannot keep bringing it up. You have to move past. And I feel like um, I had a bump in a row with a friend um, a few weeks ago, and my normal instinct was, F that M and F, I'm over it. I'm done. It's, it's over with." It. And it was something so small, y'all. It was, it was it was, the principal, but it was small. But the principal was high. Okay? Y'all know, you know, that principal would be something to stand on. Because I was just like, I know I'm tripping. i the principal. And I decided to, like, forget that person because I was miserable being sad about the situation. I'm like, oh, okay, girl, I'm miserable. Like, I miss my friend. But being the principal was like, F that, F that, F that. So when we had started, like, we was girl, Don't y'all read me? We were on, we on talking for, like, three days. I was all of us. Three days. Only three consecutive days are petty, because I'm petty as shit. But we had started back talking or whatever, and then I kept bringing it up in, like, small little ways. And I felt I was annoying me. They probably didn't pay me that much attention. I was annoying me with it. And I said, Martell, what Keisha Cole say, let it go. Are you going to lose your friend being an mad? I said, no. So I'm learning, y'all. I'm learning. I'm still learning. I feel like as long as you got breath in your body, you can still learn. And I feel like that's what we got to do. We got to be able to be taught. You have to be adjustable and adaptable. When, when you get to where you can't learn nothing and you're just a teacher, the teacher can't be taught no more, baby, you up shit's creep. Okay? You up shit's creep. And... I'm exploring a new relationship. Not, not, um, not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Relationship. Not like dating, nothing like that. It's, um, family situation. I'm opening up a new chapter with a family member. And we're working some things out and we're talking or communicating. And I'm ch- trying to get over the hump of the situation being weird. I'm trying to really let go of some things. And this person, when I tell y'all, they really trying. I mean, they're trying. They they call me, they text me, they Facebook message me. Whatever my interests are, they try to push me to be great at that situation at hand. And it's weird right now, but I will get through it. But I see they're trying. I really do, and I appreciate it. I do. I don't know where I just came from because I wasn't going to tell y'all about my little business today. I wasn't going to tell y'all my little business today, Chad. I wasn't going to do all that. I wasn't trying to tell y'all. Y'all got me being emotional and stuff, telling my little business. But just know this right here. I'm in a good headspace space right now. I'm happy. Um, mm, happy, 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 happy. I'm working on happy. I still don't know what my definition of happiness is. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I don't know what happy looks like yet. I don't know that yet. But I know what content looks like. So right now I'm content, and we're working on happy. That's what we're doing. So we're content, we're working on happy, but we need to find out what happy hell looks like so hell, yeah, when it comes, we know we're we happy. Like, oh, okay, this 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 is a happiness? I feel like I need to go get me them happy meal from McDonald's so I can know what happy is. Yeah, happy meals make me happy when I was a kid. I like the mighty kid's meal, but they never had what I wanted. I, I needed the nuggets and the burger and the fry. Yeah, I needed a bigger drink. I thought maybe apple pie up in that thing. That's why I was fat. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Food makes me happy. <laughs> Alright. Thank you guys all for tuning in to another episode of Simply Driven. Thank you guys all for um, supporting me, for loving me, for coming back, for listening to this. Right here as it goes on in my head. Um, I appreciate you guys so much. And I was not going to do a show tonight. I was not. I was like, it's every reason that could go wrong. Everything that could go wrong, always wrong at one time, was tonight. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And somebody called me. was like, I'm at the studio. Where you at? I said, well, child, I'm going to get some of this booms for I'm on my way. And I came back. I said, Miss Yellow Chair, baby. And we got to talk and We got to gossip. And we made it do what it what. What it do. So, I will see you guys all next Wednesday at Stupid and tripping, and, this week, we're going to write down what makes us happy, what makes us smile, and we're going to figure out what obstacles are in our way we can remove so we can be happy. So, hopefully, we don't quit no jobs between now and next week, but we're going to have to find some happiness in some kind of way. I got to go up on a pole and start stripping. Oh, that might make me really happy. I always want to be a little stripper. Anyway, thank you guys for the opportunity, and I love you guys. And I will see you guys next week on Sipping and Tripping podcast. Make sure you like, you follow, you comment, and you just keep watching. You know, keep supporting the bitch. I, I need it. I need it. I need. It. I, need it. I need it. Tell you, tell your friends, tell your cousin, tell your aunt, tell your uncle. We is here. We are here to stay. We ain't going nowhere. All right. Remember to in- remember. Remember when you walk, it's one step at a time all right, all right.